Welcome to another installment of Money Should Ask. I'm your host, Bob Wheeler. In this episode, we're going to explore, question, examine, converse, dig deep, expose, laugh, and cry about the money beliefs, money blocks, and the life challenges of our next guest. Turn up the volume, listen, learn, and laugh. I am excited today to have my – can I say good friend, Jamie Kaler? We've Is only that, known each other for 25 years. Oh, I know. Uh, I, I'm going to say it's like 10 because I'm still young. Jamie Kaler here. He's uh, currently the host of Haunted Live on the Travel Channel. True. Uh, reach, and he was also the host on America's Facts versus Fiction. True. He was on the great TV show called My Boys. True. Uh, we worked at Acme Comedy Theater together, but we actually met at Gary Austin's out in Studio City, Gary Austin started the Groundlings. Uh, and... I always joke about like it's a black box on Third and Magnolia. Or yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> out by Pinocchio's Italian restaurant. Oh my god, love that. Which place. is, I mean, it's like porn and improv. Yeah, bo- both kind of came through the same uh, world. They do. They go yeah. together. The Valley, tiny theaters. Except we made way less money than the porn stars did. We did. Yeah, and, but fun times. Fun and times. we don't have videos to prove it. No, like they we do. have no. And I, as a redhead, they wouldn't let me do porn anyway because yeah. nobody wants to see that. Nobody it's wants to see horrifying. That. It's it's scary. I mean, come on. Now you're also doing a couple of podcasts. You've got Father Time. You've got the Dadlands. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, we'll talk about it eventually. But I, I, when we all knew each other before, I had no kids, and all my comedy's always been autobiographical. So my whole act as a stand-up used to be a drunk guy living in a single apartment who dodged the family uh, gene. And was just tearing it up, living the life, living the life, and it all fell apart. As I met a young lady, and had uh, now I have two, uh, a three year old and a five year old, and um, yeah, and uh, do I look tired? I feel tired. Yeah, you look, you look, yeah, you look. It's been rough. (laughs) It's been rough, but it's the best. It is the best, but it's it's it, you know it's Dick and Dickensian where it's the best of times, the worst of times. Oh, there you go. Look and at I, me dropping a tale of two cities. Look reference. at that. Look at oh, that erudite. Who uh, says gentleman. we're not highbrow literate kind of folks? And you, how many years did you bartend at that wonderful little place called O'Brien's? Nine. And honestly, sometimes now I still, I, you know, I'll be like, ah, oh, man, it would be great to have a shift tonight, wouldn't it? I loved bartending. I, yeah. I, I mean, I loved it. You know, I moved here. I was a Navy lieutenant. I got out at 28. I beach bombed it in San Diego for two years. And at 30, I was always kind of a funny uh, guy. And so I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be an actor and a comic. And I just moved to L.A. and got a bartending job. I lived in a bachelor apartment that had no kitchen. I had to wash my dishes in the shower. True story. Nice. Um, and girl, I, girls would come back to my apartment and be like, you live here? It was like living in a broom <laughs> closet. They'd st- I mean, most of the time they'd stay. Sometimes they'd leave. Yeah, well. But uh, it was a great run. So I, uh, it was my first bartending job. And then slowly I, start- I started to get work. And I kept that job even through the first season of My Boys. Really? Yeah. Because I only had two shifts a week. I worked Wednesday and Sunday. Sunday was with all the Gaelic Storm band right. from the Titanic. So that was just a moneymaker night. Right. It was great. Huge money. I'd get drunk. Meet- I mean, it was like hosting a party. It was fantastic. And so for the whole first year of my boys, I gave my shifts away. I would, I had a couple friends, and I'd call and go, hey, you can do my Wednesday. You can do my Sunday. Gave them away. And then finally, like maybe like 14, 15 months later, the manager called me. He's like, hey, I feel like you don't work here anymore. <laughs> and I hadn't worked in 14 months at the bar. I had given every shift away for 14 months because I was on a TV show. And even then I was like, um – yeah, yeah, because I'm – you know, we've talked about it. Yeah. I'm frugal. I'm yes. terrified. Yes. Uh, I don't want to live that life. Right. I want, There's no safety net, net if we I don't like, make it happen. I like the net. I like the and net. so that was my net. And so finally I was like – I took the leave and I was like, I, I don't work here. I don't work there anymore. <laughs> oh, no. And, and uh, luckily the show went on for like four years and everything worked out fine. But – 
Well, see, I thought maybe you kept the job to keep doing the uh, improv. I mean, the comedy shows. Because did you do that after you left? Uh, no, you were hosting. I had already there. passed off the show. That okay. show was what's the famous Blackbeard the pirate, where it's never the same guy or something. He was like oh. twelve black. Like he passed it off to the next oh, Blackbeard. Okay. So Blackbeard lived like three hundred years because it was always new people. And it was just different people. So O'Brien's oh. ran until the bar closed like a year and a half ago. It, there was a comedy show there on Thursdays uh, for. 20-something years. I probably ran – I hosted the first five years yeah, easily, and then I pa- uh, passed it off. Pete Handelman took it for a while, Johnny ah. Cardinale, Matt Knutson. Matt Knutson passed it on to somebody else. Somebody else passed it on, and then some random Thursday, I went to the club, m- the bar, the room I had started, and I was like – he was like, hey, you're here for the comedy show. I go, uh, yeah, yeah, I was – you know. You know, seeing if you guys had it's any time. Mine. He goes, uh, I go, I uh, seen if you guys had any time and I could jump on. And he was like, oh, uh, well, it's booked and we probably need to get a tape from you. <laughs> like they wanted to see a tape for me to get on O'Brien's yeah. 15 years after I started the f- – can, can I swear? You can say it. F- I mean if you're able to. I don't – can I swear? Yeah, if are we kids clean? Want, You want to keep you, it clean? I, well, I want to keep F-ing it clean, but show. I usually don't. Effing yeah. show. I was like, are you high? He just didn't, but he didn't know That's me. So he didn't know who I was, and I was like, and then I'm like, I used to bark. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? I, I, mumbled, I stumbled out. I was like, oh, oh, never mind. I'll send, I'll send a tape. Okay. I'll send a tape. You should have sent him a tape from My Boys or something like that. God. So speaking of My Boys, we had a conversation years ago, which you probably don't remember, but I'm going to bring I, it up. I don't remember much from those years. Well, we were talking because – some of the staff, uh, some of the cast, I call everybody staff now, part of the cast was giving you grief because you used to get dinners to take home from yes, the catering truck. Very much so. And I was so in awe because I too would be getting the yeah. Seattle's best coffee from the free truck. Right. And your friends were giving you grief because you wouldn't go get Starbucks with them because you wanted to have the yeah. free coffee and put your money in the bank. Dude, I still, like, if I want a cup of coffee sometimes and I'm near a Trader Joe's, I'll just walk in the back and have like three sample cups and then leave. That's how I roll. So, <laughs> so on set. So listen, when you work on a TV show, it's it's magnificent. Lots of free stuff, dude. You go into makeup. They go, uh, here's, uh, I don't even know the name brands. Like high end Beverly Hills, uh, fancy moisturizers, uh, masks. I still have some of them in the drawer. I need to throw out. There, I just took everything I could, and then uh, you would go. They had like coffee machines that were back in the days before the Keurigs we had one that we nicknamed like Jose or something because it had the Colombian coffee and it It had all the buttons and you get everything was fantastic and so they would put out this amazing spread for lunch just I mean like a a phenomenal spread of food I think I remember lobster raviolis or something oh my gosh phenomenal yeah I mean sometimes on commercials it's surf and turf you get like steak and lobsters it's crazy and so I would eat one plate and as I went through the line I would People would be like, what's the to-go container? I would have a plate and a to-go container, and I'd load it up, and I'd go, well, that's, that's my dinner. <laughs> and people would be like, what's wrong with you? And i go, what's the point? I'm going – I'm going to get home at 8. This food's fantastic. Why would I buy – And they're going to just throw it out. They're going to throw it out. Right. So I would take it home, and, and they, got, they used to ride me. We'd also go out to bars and stuff after, or like a dinner at some restaurant, and uh, I would park like three blocks away. In a metered spot or, right. or on a free I'm not parking. paying $5 not for parking. Pay f- some, some of those places are like 12 14 bucks plus tip or whatever, and that's just from my New Hampshire mentality. Mm-hmm. I'd go up, and they'd all be at the valet stand pulling up, and uh, they'd go, where'd you park? And I'd go, oh, I, I'm parked down there. And they go, why didn't you just valet it? And I just was like, why? 
why would you valet it? That was my mindset. Right. It's why would you like, give away your money? And they're like, you know, it's like twenty bucks. And I go, yeah, it's like twenty bucks. <laughs> it it's exactly twenty bucks. So yeah. for me, I I mean, I don't feel like I'm cheap. I just feel like I'm frugal. Like, yeah, that's an easy one to do. Like, I still like I spend money. I just I spend it on things that I I think are worth it. Well, when you say twenty bucks, so. Even though I know this isn't realistic, twenty bucks is still my what I feel comfortable spending on a pair of jeans or khakis. Now that's which insane. Old Navy, I can get them for twenty bucks at Christmas. Old Navy is just disposable clothing. You get it, one wear and then it's trash. No, no, no. I have like twenty pair, and I can they can go a couple of months. I swear because I get stuff dirty. Uh, okay, so do the math. I you have twenty <laughs> pairs of twenty dollars jeans. Right. I have four pairs of one hundred dollars jeans. I got a better deal. No, that's exactly $400 each, isn't it? Isn't that exactly the same? Yeah, but I have more options to wear my tan khaki pants. But your khaki <laughs> those khaki pants are going to be The thing about Old Navy, I remember I bought at Old Navy mm-hmm. and then one wash and all of a sudden the threads are all coming out. Well, yeah, but I well, it's so, not New Navy. They, it's not it and is. So if you try to take something back, they go, "Hey, it was in the name. It's called Old Navy, right. dipshit." You can say dip s. I mean dip shit. That's right. We yeah. I so listen. I yeah, don't. I don't buy eight hundred dollar. Uh, I'm Tommy Lee jeans. I don't buy right. those. Tommy Lee jeans. He should have a. He should said. He should do a. He should a line of Lee jeans. He should do Tommy Lee. Tommy jeans. Lee jeans. Um, I don't have those, but I have. Uh, you know, Levi. Actually, these are. I forget these. These are probably. These are probably hundred bucks. These jeans, maybe eighty bucks. Well, see, the, I guess for me, I don't actually. I'm not looking in the mirror to see how I look. So I, you look I'm, magnificent. Oh, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Now, when I was in college, I was mm-hmm. I was telling somebody the other day. I was in college, and it was a very ritzy college, and everybody like they had a dry cleaning service for the 800 students because right. everybody flew in on their private jets except me, who was on scholarship. And um, one of the girls said to me, um, "Do you know what an iron is?" And I go, "Yeah." And she goes, "You should try it." Because I saw it coming to mind. I mean, yeah. even I know. Would go, even yeah. well, that, I, I know what it's for. It's was, used. It's used to smash people so in the head, in the head yeah. when they comment on the fact that I don't iron my clothes. Um, I'm with you though. It's like when people go, "Oh, that's wrinkled." I go, "Yeah, it still covers my private parts." <laughs> I, what are the pair, like, What are the point of your What do you? Yeah. See, now I have kids. Like I have to. This is hard to believe, but I am an actor. I yeah. need to be like I have to go to auditions, right? And it does. You want to look like you don't need the job, right? And the guy who walks in in twenty dollar old navy jeans. He me looks not... like he – but even though he doesn't because if you see a picture of Bill Gates, he's not wearing any Gucci bags or right. anything. That's right. He's the jillionaire. But in a in an audition, it, you have to put on a show a little bit. So I have – we've talked about this. I own – I for years, I only owned one suit, and it was the suit I wore on Will and & Grace. Oh, no. And I took the suit home, and I never had another suit. It was a Brooks Brothers suit. It was fantastic. Oh, so, so you didn't even have to pay for it. We didn't even write that it off. Made, it charged me like – I think two hundred bucks. It was like a two thousand dollars suit, custom nice. tailored to me, and everything it was magnificent. And uh, since then, I've bought one suit, so I own two suits. We always got to have one for funerals. That's the other. Yeah, yeah, one's kind of my hipster, cool. I'm going to maybe a premiere suit, <laughs> and uh, then the other ones, uh, funerals, weddings, whatever. Yeah. What's the hard? What's the biggest difference between being married now and having somebody else that you have to talk to about money. We just had it this morning. We had a conversation. My wife – Was it a conversation had, or a fight? Because some people, it's always a fight and some people have conversations. Do you have conversations or um, – <laughs> she's not going to listen. We won't let we her. Ha- we- she doesn't listen. She doesn't even know what to do for a living. I come home and I go, I booked a job. She she doesn't like, oh, what's the show? What channel is it on? She goes, this is all she ever asks. I go, I booked a job. And she goes, how much does that pay? That's all she asks. <laughs> 
We had a, we had a bit of a oh God. I was writing some meme today or something. I was like, my wife and I have a, the perfect symbiotic relationship because I'm always calming her down and she's always stressing me out. Oh, that's perfect. Like she like she goes, she goes. I'm so stressed. I just I just need to go spend some money. And I was like, well, on what? She goes, I don't care. I just need to buy something. It makes me like when she buys something, it soothes her soul. She feels good when I buy something. It hurts. Like I go and look at – like I'll go to the store 12 times, Yeah. look at it. I'll, I'll research it online, kind of go back. And then when I finally pull the trigger, I go, all right. But I always – I usually buy the best right, and the most economical and the thing that's going to last the longest. But I think about it. And she, she pulls the trigger. I mean we get Amazon boxes every day. Uh. And then every other day I have to take those boxes back to UPS. You can take them to Kohl's now. To return them. Is that right? <laughs> you can take them to Kohl's. So I go – at first, I used to be like, why, did, why didn't you think about stuff before you buy it? She goes, I just buy it. If I want to send it back, I send it back. I go, that's, that's a terrible approach to life. Well, you know, since you have two daughters, you could maybe set up one of the rooms as a pretend store, and then your wife could just go in and buy items, and then your kids could like be the clerks where she returns them, something like that. Yeah, like know. a little yeah. – yeah. And it, you know, teach them how to shop and yeah. spend. She does, and here's the problem because she's <laughs> teaching the kids uh, – you know, the kids just leave their, sh- they leave their stuff out in the rain. Yeah. You know, whatever they don't care. I go, where's your thing? They go, we don't know. We lost it. And then I go, that's gotta go buy another one. And then she goes, she's bought, she's taught them to say, well, just buy another one. And I'm like, that's the wrong way to think about things. Wow. She goes, well, just buy another one. And my five year old is like, oh, we'll just buy another one. No big deal. I go, you don't even know how many quarters go in a dollar. So shut up. You don't wow. know anything yet. Man, I remember. See, when I was a kid, I remember. That's not. A, I'm not alone though. Women no, are. No. That's a woman thing. And we have yeah, my, a one, we have a, a woman in the room who's watching the show. And just you can nod and say, "Is that a, is that typical male female relationship?" I got thumbs two, up. two thumbs up. No, but I, I remember when I was a kid, we were traveling, and I had this really cool winter jacket. It was my favorite thing. I was probably like four, mm-hmm. and I left it at the restaurant, and my mom went, "Well, that's what you get because you're not getting another winter coat." So I did not get another winter coat. So I didn't get to buy another thing. Yeah. Like if we if I lost something, we did too. I still it's have, gone. Do you have pangs? Like when I still when I fly in the airport, I have such pang of uh, leaving something on the plane or yeah, like like my eye mask and my thing. I'm like I, I'm going through every pocket on the plane, going, did I leave? What I know? What did I leave? I left. You just have that feeling of like I've left something. One time I oh this is this is the craziest story of all time. I'm, I did some road gig and I traveled and I'm normally like all right I have, I have two pieces of luggage two pieces of luggage I have a, I have a carry on and a check on but I brought my guitar. So I actually had three pieces of luggage, but it was a rare occasion. So we got back, and I get home, and I had my carry-on and my guitar at my house, and my phone rang as I pulled into my house in Studio City, and it was the police department of the airport. They – I had apparently left – this was at the height. Oh, no. Height of terrorism in the world. My – my giant suitcase. I was so tired. I landed at like one in the morning. Just had my carry on and my guitar. Got home. The police department called from the airport. I had left my giant suitcase. I had to drive all the way back, but they had like taken a bomb disposal unit. Oh my god! Opened it up. Dogs had rummaged through it. So when I got to it, it was open. It it looked like someone had taken a knife, ripped it to shreds, and thrown it in a corner in a right. pile of heaping. And I was so embarrassed. They were like. Did did you leave your suitcase on this? I left it on the curb out in front oh, of the no. airport. I had taken it 
to the curb for some reason, left it, and then just walked away. I think I got on a shuttle bus. To oh. get to the parking lot, yep. and I left it right Man, there on the sidewalk. It's always when you're coming and home. And they were looking at me like, are you insane? Well, did they find the bomb or the drugs? They they couldn't find they it because I had hidden one. it. You have to, you oh, okay, have to hide good. it in the lining. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise you get in trouble. Didn't you see lately how many people have walked on planes with the loaded guns? Where they, they get stopped at TSA and they go, oh, sorry, I forgot I was carrying my gun. Yeah, how do you not f- – oh, I forgot I had my uh, M16. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, – well, my, that's, a, that's sad that people are so comfortable carrying a loaded weapon yeah. that they just need. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I have a I have a weapon of mine. Well, apparently on Southwest in the seventies, this lady that's older than me was telling me that they used to just carry guns before they they just throw them on the overhead because it was based out of Texas and everybody's just like, oh, I'm going hunting. They put their ammunition and their little gun. Now, my hardest thing about airports is not leaving something. It's um, being comfortable paying $8 for a Starbucks. If I'm, I am uncomfortable. No, I actually, this year, last year, I made an effort to actually thank the person and not have a meltdown and practically kill them because they were charging me $8 for a coffee. Uh, well, the water is the, the bane of your existence because you get in the airport and it's like $12 for a smart water. For water. I actually I'll have bring... the dumb water because it's only three bucks. So here's what I do because I was flying for that haunted live. I had to go to Tennessee every week. This is another – I love Tennessee. I'm from Tennessee. Yeah. that I would – on my way, I'd stop at California Chicken Cafe. I'd get my giant salad, take it right through security. Right. I used to go to Whole Foods and get that Whole Foods salad or whatever and just take it right to yeah, the California security. chicken's good. Yeah, it was great. It's like 8 bucks, eight fifty. Yeah. It's my favorite. I love that thing. So I would go uh, – I just bring my food, everything but liquid. Right. I carry everything with me. And then when I travel, I'm, I'm like load my bag with like – Now, do you have a water bottle that you refill or do I you actually buy that. the water? They have that. I, I, that's my one splurge. You, you buy the water. Isn't it crazy that that's where it's like, hey, man, you got to have priorities. My wife's like buying $1,000 things, and I'm like, I just, I'm going to get one smart water, and that's going to be it today. I'm that's gonna it. Do it. I'm going to pull the trigger. Go for it. Yeah. And when I go, like, I would check into the, Hel- the Hilton, um, I'm a Hilton Honors member or whatever, and so you can get waters, but you kind of got to ask. And I was like, hey, let me, so I always, I'm like, give me a couple waters, and then every day I go down, and I, more waters, more waters. And I kind of sweet talk the people at the front desk, and I'm like, I need, I need water. I never pay for water on the road. I just take waters from the front desk. See, I stay at Double Tree so I can get the chocolate chip oh, cookies. Those, are the, those are the better ones. And if they don't offer it, I'm like, where's my cookie? <laughs> yeah, I'm frugal, man. I am. I just – it pains me to spend – What's the most – Last night, my wife just – she ordered food to be delivered, and we have a three-year-old and a five-year-old, and she ordered them like the kids' meal from Gran- Granville, 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 Granville. And it was, you know – and she's like, it's just the kids' meal. And I go, it's – it's like a nine dollar meal for something that's in the freezer. I would have I would have heated them some meatballs and broccoli because that's all they're going to eat anyway with macaroni right. and cheese. So why are we ordering them cheeseburgers? So here's what happens. Then it comes. They take a bite, and I get so pissed that the money gets spent that I eat it all just to go. I'm going to justify <laughs> just to justify the spending. It. So then I eat it. What's your most frugal thing that you do? I mean, those are those are them. those are pretty. What yeah. what is my most? Well, like it'll wh- come out as we chat because right. I I mean those were the big ones. I used to take food from every set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even What's, today I just I've been working on Tacoma FD, which is coming out okay. too. Cool on True TV uh, in a couple of weeks, and I play the chief of police and the same. It was all the Super Trooper guys, and and I was there, and and they were kind of laughing because I I took a meal to go. And they go, where are you going with the meal? I go, I'm taking taking it home. <laughs> and the same, like they're gonna, th- but they start to laugh. And here's what happens: then the next episode, I work with people, they wink at me, and I see them have a to go container. Oh, that's hilarious! And they go because people didn't want to seem cheap. But at the end of the day, you're like, that, that's, that one makes the most sense of all. That food's going to get tossed in well, the Well, it's going to get tossed anyway. 
Yeah. And it's fantastic food. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I don't know why it, this isn't a frugal thing. I just know I love to eat food. And I, I've gone, <laughs> when I go to friends' houses, sometimes they actually, like, I was at a friend's house, they brought out two uh, large trays of shrimp, you know, the big, and they were like, Bob, that one's yours. But once you finish that, you can't touch that one. And I was, I, I, I tend to eat a lot sure. when I'm at people's because it's, and it's not because it's free. I just like to eat food. I mean, but I do like to spend as sure. little. Sure. Do you buy, how often do you go to the grocery store? Like I go one, I try to go once a month and I buy everything oh. in bulk and I freeze it. No, well, we have two kids. We go a lot. And I, I do splurge on, I have fruit, tons and tons of fruit and berries. My wife and I have a huge organic fight. Like I go, one time she sent me to like Whole Foods and she said, get grapes or something. So I get grapes and they're ringing it up and they're ringing it up and the grapes were $13. And I go, oh my God. And they were smart they, grapes. They were like, they were very genius grapes. And I said, yeah, take, put that back. And the woman was like, I'm sorry. And I go, I go I'm not paying 13 bucks for grapes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who you are. Who's, you work in Whole Foods, obviously, unless they're paying you an exorbitant amount. You should be like, oh my God, you're right. 13 bucks is way too much for grapes. So I, she, she kind of gave me grief, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what planet you're on, but I'm not paying 13 bucks for yeah. grapes. Not happening. But Do my you, wife always buys organic because she doesn't – she right. just doesn't she, – she works, and she makes a lot of money. And sometimes I'm like, you know, you, you, you can save some of that, you know? You don't have to – You have to, to get rid of it. all of it. You have to get you rid of it. You have to get rid of it. It's a net sum game. It's like Halloween candy. You got to get rid of all of it. When we met, she was, in, she was in Manhattan, and she had a great job in Manhattan. She was a pharmaceutical rep, and she still rang up an extra 1000 a month. Over what she earned because it's New York and they, you know, they get cabs it. and they go, you can't walk out of your door in New York for less than a hundred bucks and you're going to the meatpacking district and you're doing whatever you're doing. It's crazy. And I'm like, I've been watching Crashing lately. Do you watch Crashing? It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Pete Holmes. No, I've seen parts of so, Yeah, I've seen it a couple all, times. Everyone in it's so it's funny. It's fantastic. But he's in New York and, you, you know, they're trying to get through the day. They're going for samples to eat at Whole mm-hmm. Foods or whatever. Uh, but you can't, you just can't survive there without money or right. you have to be. 19 years old and just not care and live 17 people in a one-bedroom, five-story walk. Which is most comics when they first start. Yeah, that's, and that's the beauty of the show. But she's what we're watching it the other night, and I go, I got to tell you, this is really depressing, man. I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> she goes, what do you mean? I go, I kind of live that life. Yeah, and it's, it's I don't want to do it. Bring back yeah. trauma. How much would you say you spend on food a month? What's your biggest expenditure? Uh, and then, and then Our biggest your... expense by far is food. It's food. Yeah. And how, I don't... how many nights do you go out? Here's one thing. We eat out all – I mean most nights – because we both work, and we're not co- we don't cook at home. See, I I cook a lot. We don't cook. And I make my sandwiches. I don't like to spend money at restaurants. People she go, does. Yeah. It's our, I would say it's well. You're gonna see. You do my taxes. It's the number one thing on the card is food and restaurants. Um, I try to go to places that are more the you know California Chicken Cafe where it's like because yeah. listen, I can't make a salad like that for nine dollars. No. You can't – because I do – I used to get all the stuff and make salads, and you'd buy all the stuff. But the problem is you know, you make a big salad, and then the rest of the stuff – rot because unless you eat the same food for three straight days, right. which I used to do when I was single, um, we don't do that. You so, can freeze the salad. It's, it freezes great. You sound like my mother. She would <laughs> freeze one morsel of banana bread. My wife doesn't eat like leftovers. She doesn't, she doesn't eat a ton of food, but she – here's the problem is she worked for a pharmaceutical company, and so they used to take the, all their clients out to high-end dinners. Ah. Like Jean-Georges, like $500 dinners. Like words right? I can't pronounce. Yeah, yeah. so we okay. went to one – you know, we splurged the other day, and we went to like Le Petit Bistro or whatever. It's on Ventura in Studio City, and it's – I mean it's stupid expensive. I'm going to say the dinner was like $250, $300 or something. And at the end of the day, I'm like 
I go, she's like, wasn't that great? And I go, yeah, it's okay. It doesn't, it doesn't float my boat. I'm, you know, I'm just as happy with a California Chick Cafe sitting in front of my TV as I am going to those. I don't need a fancy, sh- I don't love, $200 dinners kind of hurt me. They are painful. They're painful, Although, dude. unless, unless it's sushi. If it's once. a once-in-a-lifetime experience, like, Asa, yeah, there's some places where I, and I, we eat sushi a lot. We eat sushi probably once or twice a week, and I love sushi, and yeah. But when we go out, we even order, we order food, and I go pick, I'll, I'll, I'm so cheap, like, instead of paying Postmates five bucks, I'll go pick it up. Oh, I don't, I've never had, I don't think I've ever really had food delivered other than pizza from Domino's. She, she does, but most of the time I go, I go, I'll go pick it up. She said, really? It's, five, it's five bucks delivery. And I'll go, eh, I'll go pick it up. Yeah. I'll it's also them. an hour away from the kids. I yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but uh, but like I, anytime somebody goes, this, uh, oh, I got a new shirt. And I go, I know what you do for a living. That was six hours of work for you. Right. You just bought a $130 shirt. You're driving Lyft. You, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. a day's work. Right. Is that shirt worth it to you? And if they go, it is, then I go, that's I, I applaud you. Right. Live your life. Right. To me, I always used to do the math of, you know, I figured at the bar I made, I think I made like 25 bucks an hour. Right. After tips or whatever. Right. I would make a couple hundred bucks. Actually, I may, probably made more. but I And I would do it in shifts. Like I'd make a $200 shift or whatever. And so anytime I went to buy anything in my head, mathematically, I would go, that's one shift. Is it worth it to me to work one shift to buy that item? Most of the times it's no. Right. No. Yeah, it's not. Even when I was single, like even my clothes, I would take from show. I just didn't, and I never cared. Where do you think? Where did your parents like instill in you that there's never going to be any money, or you got to hold on to it, or like save? Like what? Like what was the message, or did you just notice the rest of your siblings going crazy with money? Like where did that come from, or is everybody just like you and your family? Um, I'm yeah, no, they're frugal. My father sold cars in New Hampshire, and he raised six kids. Yeah, so. I don't remember ever needing anything as a kid. Like I don't remember like you know people like I didn't have shoes to wear to school. I, yeah, I had everything I needed, but I don't remember like we never went out to dinner when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, ever once a year maybe we went. My mother was a stay at home mom. She'd cook dinner. We never like my kids are so spoiled, man. Yeah. We just had a, okay. We had a kids uh, a birthday party for a uh, Claire just turned four past, yep. last weekend, and we went to Giggles and Hugs two hours, two hours at Giggles and Hugs. What do you think it was cost? And this is just giggles and hugs. That's not the cake. That's not all the other little shebangs we brought. What do you think? Giggles and hugs. Two hours. I'm gonna just because you said that. I'm gonna say two hundred bucks. But I would have been happy at fifty. No, for two hours at giggles and hugs, eleven hundred dollars. What for a four year old birthday party? Well, how many? Did you have like eight hundred kids she, at no, the birthday 20, party? Twenty four kids or something. There it was crazy. She threw. Wow. She threw a birthday party for my uh, when Hannah turned one. I'm going to say it costs like two grand. But, you know, you got to say one is like a pivotal birthday for them. They really remember it. It's memories she'll <laughs> cherish for a lifetime. We do have a great picture. And actually, we used it as kind of a coming out party. So we did. We had it at the house and we invited everybody. But when my wife um, caters, I wasn't there. she orders I'm so much food. Yeah, you weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> everybody but you. But, yeah. Weren't you there? You've been to our house. I have. I had cupcakes. I don't remember what that was for. That was it. Oh, I was there. That was a big. That was an expensive. I, I thought you were there. Oh uh, yeah, I do. That remember was that. our big coming out party. Oh my god, I yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just there for the cupcakes. Yeah, I know you were. <laughs> One of our other friends, who's a comic, came in and high. ate all the cupcakes. Yeah, you know exactly. I know that. exactly. That was that party. 
He ate all the cupcakes. I'm not going to drop. I believe that was his last. I yeah. And he wasn't even invited to the party. He I, came with our other friend. Oh yeah, JG. Yeah. He came with JG, <laughs> and when he walked in, I actually of he I with did JG. kind of in the back of my head go, uh, "We should lock the back doors, uh, the right. back rooms, off yes, so that because I was like, I mean, he's just that kind of guy where you're like, yeah, he's really funny and he's a talented cat." He's probably going to steal something He's from probably my gonna, house. Yeah. And he was so high. I watched him. They were mini cupcakes. I watched him stand there high and just shovel them one after another. He probably, what, ate 15 of them? Yeah. Well, at a, enough birth, that, at a kid's birthday party. Enough that your wife said, hide the cupcakes or something she and please, something. And please never like, let him back to the she house. She said, who is that guy? And he's out of here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has not been back since? He has not. I just saw him recently, actually. That's so funny. Well- we're getting close to 30 minutes, which means it's the end of this time. Um, where can people find you? Uh, nowadays, I think you just Google my name, right? Jamie Kaler. Yeah, and that's like crazy. You know, I, I mean, I have a bunch of shows. I'm, I'm doing I'm Sorry. Uh, they can find me at, at uh, on Instagram and everything else. I'm at Jamie Kaler, J-A-M-I-E-K-A-L-E-R. But if there are parents out there, um, I, I have a brand called The Dadlands. It's on Facebook, and we have a website called thedadlands.io. And nice website. And we have a, a – parenting group so it's only it's funny because sometimes women will try to get into the group and i have to go decline 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 but we get the uh and so all these guys get in there and they all kind of talk like it's crazy once they know wives aren't there they're like my wife's doing this what's your and everyone's like yeah, my, wife does that too. my wife does that too my wife does that too so it's kind of this cool thing so it's called the dad lands and we uh that's where we have the dads in the parks and father time podcast and other stuff no, they're great. It's a great website too. I went and checked it out. So. Thanks, man. Check yeah, it out. yeah. It really it's really was. cool. It's really cool. And yeah, it was and kind of nice. a, it became a hub for all my comedy once I had kids. Well, don't forget to uh, share the laughs. If you uh, liked us, tell everybody. If you didn't, don't say a word. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for us under Money You Should Ask, all one word. And also, Bob, I don't know if you know this, but I, I mean, in my rider, it says I, I'm supposed to get two episodes. Oh, you're. Oh, I have to have a sequel. So, in everything I do, we need to do a sequel. And I feel like we didn't cover anything from the from the first 20 years of our existence together. Yeah, that's Should probably we go back. All right. Let's do that. Okay, so we'll do a whole second episode. All right, so next. I'm just going to pretend like we're starting all over, and I'm going to – of course, I don't have my, my gig memorized, so we're going to just start all over again. I, as you should, reboot the franchise. All right, reboot. 